0: Welcome to the Point of It All podcast. My name is Jamie Hunter and I am your host. Thank you for joining me for this episode, which happens to be season three, episode four. I hope it finds you guys all in good health and in good spirits. In this episode, we speak with Valerie Terrell Tompkins, who just wrote a children's book, Girls Like Me. This is Valerie's first effort as a writer and publisher, I believe. And in her book, she covers careers that aren't always publicized as being available or open to minority women. In her book, Valerie covers careers such as being an airline pilot, uh, a research scientist, a doctor, a lawyer, a CEO of a large company. Um, As a child, you know, they're very visual you know, when a child sees, they dream. And if we, if we want them to see themselves in these careers, we have to show them that they are possible. Um, so another side of the interview that we talked about with Valerie is, you know, the idea of self-publishing your own, your own book, your own material. And uh, we get into some of her pitfalls that she, you know, first fell prey to and Also, Valerie produces her own Facebook video that covers uh, self-publishing and and in each video she has another self-published author join her and together they brainstorm and pull together their ideas uh, of what worked for them and what might work for you as well. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Valerie Terrell Tompkins. Today on The Point of It All, we are talking to a new author. Her name is Valerie Tompkins. And uh, Valerie recently penned a book called Girls Like Me. And while the book is catered uh, more towards children, adults could also learn a thing or two from this book as well. We'll get into that later on. But Valerie, thank you for coming to the show. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you for having me.
0: Good. So a little bit of background information about yourself. First of all, we're kind of related. You married my nephew. Deuce, Eric Thomas, right? Yes. Now you guys are from, obviously you're from Canton, Ohio, but you recently moved to Atlanta. Um, Was that a part of your process for promoting the book or was it just something else that just came together that way?
1: (laughs) So it was actually super beneficial for the book, but no, initially we moved to Atlanta like with everything going remote with our jobs. um, We were able to do it that way. Um, But of course, Business-wise, Atlanta has been really good as far as finding other authors and different events to build community.
0: Yeah, Atlanta seems to be the place to be. I mean, it's just growing uh, exponentially while Ohio is shrinking <laughs> <laughs> all on the same line. So it turned out to be, I bet it'd be a pretty good move for you guys in the, in the, in the end anyway.
1: Absolutely. It's proving to be so far.
0: I'll bet. Um, what's the biggest advantage living in Atlanta as opposed to Ohio?
1: Um, I would just say everywhere I turn, I'm able to meet people that I can really make a connection with. Like I've been able to meet other authors, business owners, people referring me to bookstores and other people. I'm just like things that sort of didn't exist in our part of Northeast Ohio. Mm -hmm. Um, So just the amount of resources and the the availability.
0: So you didn't mention the weather at all.
1: (laughs) <laughs> that too, I do appreciate the sun. I think it helps for like my mood and my productivity.
0: Right. Now is the culture different there in Atlanta? Do you see, is it like a a major cultural shift or is it, do you find similar, you know, circles or whatnot?
1: Yeah, I will say there's similarities being that there's so many transplants here, like a lot Um, of people I know or people I met when I was in college in Ohio, or just people from around the Midwest, like Michigan that I've connected to. Um, I actually don't know that many people from Atlanta, except when I go out and sort of meet them. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's interesting that so many people are from out of town and everyone came here to just try something new.
0: That's right. So Ohio is, in fact, shrinking. That is true. <laughs> if you've met some <laughs> Ohio college, college mates already there, that's awesome. Um, so this is your first book that you published, correct?
1: Yes, it is.
0: And it's self-published. So explain to us what the difference is between being self-published and going the traditional route with a traditional big house publisher.
1: Yes. Yeah, so when you're traditionally published, you have to submit your manuscript and try to find an agent. And that agent would represent you traditionally and they would match you with an illustrator and have a decent amount of control over your book and you would be paying them. Um, but when you're publishing Independently, um, you're able to have total rights to your book. Like I was able to select my illustrator, I paid them, but and all the profits I get from my book um, go to me or mm. Amazon as well. But there's no middleman, like an okay. agent, to pay, um, okay. and I'm responsible for my own marketing and my own everything, pretty much.
0: So there are some pros and cons to both to both ways. And I, I guess the biggest uh, pro would be having that. Support behind you to to push your book to, to 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 um how do you say advertise it basically right
1: exactly yeah you have someone um, a professional that's probably done it before that can show you the ropes and you don't have to do all of the research on your own doing trial and error to figure it out.
0: So does it mean more in the end um, that you that that are self published? Does it does their success? have more meaning, I guess. I mean, do you feel more validated after, you know, you've sold so many books? I wonder if that's the case with you.
1: I do because the the average self-published book may um, never sell more than like a thousand copies, I believe it is. And I've been able to sell my book um, consistently as if it was traditionally published. Mm. Um, so I sort of think that's an accomplishment because I'm a team of like one doing all of this for the first time. Um, so it really could have sank or swam and I've been able to find success.
0: So it's pretty much all on your shoulders. And now you've done something that I think is just really brilliant, not only for your, your own benefit, but for others in your field as well. And that's your, um, I call it the meet the author series <laughs> that you have on Facebook. Um, tell us how that got started.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I noticed a lot of other authors or influencers going live <laughs> Um, and I've heard that that can sort of help your Instagram algorithm, um, drawing people to your page and just, um, helping you get followers on Instagram and Facebook. Um, so I just uh, I would try it out. I just started doing it, um, maybe March. Um, but since then, I think I've done like every Tuesday at least, um, and sometimes an extra lunchtime or something like that, where I've, um, talked to other self published authors, um, about their book, um, people who've done like cool book launch events, um, Mm. people who are doing fundraisers and who also help people
0: publish books. Right. And I've watched a few of those videos. And what really impresses me is that it's really become like a a sharing of best practices among kindred spirits, basically. Do you know what I mean? That's just pretty neat.
1: Absolutely, I I like to share a lot of things that I wish I had someone to tell me because you really don't know what you don't know. And looking back, I could have saved time and money. Um, so I'm happy to share those resources with other authors.
0: Again, we're talking to Valerie Tompkins, uh, the author of a new book, her, her first book, "Girls Like Me." So, Valerie, tell us a little bit about your book. Um, what was the um, what was the motivation behind it?
1: Yeah, so Girls Like Me focuses on different STEM careers and also non-STEM careers as well. Um, so it's a brown-skinned girl with curly natural hair, and on the front cover, she's a doctor. Inside, she's an astronaut, a pilot, an engineer, a lawyer, so many different careers that I want little girls to be exposed to from an early age, um, because a lot of times, um, if you don't learn about these things until you get to college, or it can be hard to take on. Um, so I would want um, girls to be exposed to all the things that they can be um, by reading this book.
0: Hmm. You know, I did a little bit of research coming into the interview with you and I came across the statistic. I'm going to read it real quick um, today across all STEM fields, representation of black Americans is the lowest in physics and astronomy, 3% in physics and down more than 5% um, and 2% in astronomy. So um, you're focusing on young girls but it's an, it's an issue with black Americans in general getting into STEM fields. Is that correct?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, black Americans are disproportionately, um, represented in STEM, um, in these careers in the workforce. I mean, these manager and senior level positions at a lot of the major companies. Um, so that's across the board for men and women.
0: I think your book is important because it starts at the grassroots. You know what I mean? Um, I think the first step in improving these numbers is possibility and showing young people, you know, young, young children that, yes, you can be a doctor or a lawyer or a physicist or a scientist, or you agree.
1: Yes. And I love that um, a lot of moms tell me that their little babies can point at like the astronaut or the pilot and sort of resonate, say, I want to be that. I want to do that. And so to be able to say that at two or three years old, um, it just means that who knows like what um, what could really happen by the time they grow up when they're starting so young.
0: Right. And if we're being honest, I mean, even some adults could could probably benefit from this same lesson as well because i mean i'm sure there are parents out there of minority children that don't see the possibility of their child you know you know reaching those types of uh, of career fields
1: Exactly. Yes, I've had women, um, I've had adult women share that they were still felt inspired by the book because they didn't have something like this growing up that told you you can be whatever you want to be, even if you don't know anyone who's done it, even if you've never heard of it before, that you can always try new things and that it's in reach. Um, So I love to hear that adults like the message Um, because not only does it teach them about the different careers, it's just sort of a cute, um, empowering story. So when you read something, like that you can't help but to feel good,
0: right? And you know the the um the point of us getting into fields such as STEM isn't just to be in that profession, right? There's more behind that. Um, when you have representation in those fields, you know that determines what's research and what's not. It determines what's funded and what's not. So it's not just about making the money. You will make a lot of money, but there's a lot more going you know going on behind that 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 reason for getting in that field as well.
1: Exactly. Yes. When you look at the work, the workforce, when you look at labor markets or unions, um, how people are treated in these companies, a lot of that measures up to who's at the top. So exactly. we need representation yep. um, and recruitment and decision making.
0: So, again, we're talking with Valerie Tompkins, author of Girls Like Me. It's a wonderful children's book uh, that shows, you know, particularly female black or minority uh, children, what is possible in a career path or career choice? And as of right now, the STEM field is sorely lacking in uh, minority representation. Uh, so Valerie, what's next for you? Are you going to write another book down the road or are you working on something right now?
1: Yes. So I want to do several more books, um, career development based, uh, similar to financial literacy, things of that nature hmm, while I'm on nice. that path.
0: So are you going to focus on minorities or is this going to be a book for the public in general?
1: Um, I still think it will be focused on minorities only because there are so many more animal books and books with white families on them and things that children see on TV. I really like to be able to um, have a book for. Um, that represents black children, but it's truly for everyone. Because I sure. want, um, I have like some of my former teachers at like the schools in Ohio having my book in their classroom so that students oh, nice. can read about people different Very than nice. them. So yeah, that well, they can a- be prepared to go to other environments besides small town Ohio.
0: Yeah, the world has changed so much now, but cultures are so mixed anymore that even if you're target audience is minorities i mean everyone's going to see this book and they're, they're going to embrace it just as you know the target audience would. i'm sure
1: exactly exactly i want everyone to get used to reading about black children
0: <laughs> good um so you said you have other books planned and you are you going to continue your facebook series as well or instagram? is it does this start on facebook or instagram or is it just so I, I
1: I go live on Instagram, but I always post them on Instagram and Facebook so people can rewatch it. So okay, yeah, people can always tune back in. I try to use both
0: platforms. So if they want to follow you on Instagram to, to watch your videos, how, how how do they do that? How, how do we get a hold of uh, Valerie? Yes, I'm Instagram. on
1: Instagram I'm at author Valerie Tompkins. Um, that's also my Facebook. Okay, so at and my TikTok
0: Valerie Tompkins, right?
1: <laughs> yeah at author
0: valerie tompkins at author valerie tompkins okay and i'll include that in my uh, description of the podcast as well so we don't we don't forget that Wonderful. um so we are again once again we're talking with valerie tompkins author of girls like me and the book was published in june of last year how have sales been Valerie? how has it been received so far commercially i should say
1: Yes. So I had a great, um, a great book launch last summer. Um, but then of course, as I continue to grow on social media and after Christmas, things really picked up. Um, I had some content sort of go viral and I was able to grow my sales a lot. Um, and since then I've been pretty consistent just trying to maintain that momentum. Um, so it's really been great and I'm just hoping to continue to grow.
0: Nice. Okay. And, I know that you're as independent publishers go. um, Do you actually go from store to store trying to to, uh, promote your book to, to, to buyers or how does that work?
1: So, yes, um, you can do a bit of both. So I've done a lot of online outreach. Like there are a lot of people that have pop up bookstores and teachers that have bookstores that are looking for books. Mm -hmm. And I've been able to just mail them out. Um, But you can also physically walk in any bookstore and say, hi, I'm a local author. Here's my book and why you should have it on your shelf. Um, So you can do that as well. Um, It's just all about sort of your selling strategy as an independent publisher. Um, it's also good to get bulk orders from like schools or Mm. um, different groups
0: so when you go to bookstores to to, to promote your book and they say yes I want this many copies do they pay you for the copies right then or are you paid as they're sold yes
1: so most most of the bookstores purchased from me directly, unless it's a, like a, um, a Barnes and Noble or a retailer, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. order directly from my printer. Um,
0: okay.
1: yeah, so they order okay. from my printer, but the smaller bookstores, they'll do business directly with me. Okay.
0: So if someone is looking to get into the self-publishing, you know, field, what's the best resource they should look to for guidance? <laughs>
1: I would say start with social media. There's a lot of free content. That's how I learned. I say YouTube University. Um, I looked at self-publishing YouTube videos. I started finding the people on social media that were giving away free content, Um, sort of like myself. I'm giving the pros and cons and the things I did wrong or would have done different um, that can really help you grow. And also, like I do consultations with other authors where I'll sit and let them ask me all their questions to be able to get through the humps and um,
0: nice, nice.
1: mitigate different problems. Um, so I like to be a resource as well.
0: And they would reach you for that type of uh, help via the same um, avenue that you mentioned earlier.
1: Yes. Author- you can um, reach out to me on social media or email me at uh, it's read at author Valerie um, So you just reach out to me via social media or shoot me an email.
0: Okay. Great. 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 Well, that is going to wrap it up. Again, we've been speaking with Valerie Tompkins, um, author of a children's book called Girls Like Me, that um, emphasizes the um, the possibilities of a career in the STEM fields uh, for black minority females. And it's a delightful book. Hope you guys can pick it up. Valerie, where, where can they buy your book? Where can, where can we pick it up?
1: Yes. So my book is available on Amazon. If you have Amazon Prime, it can be there in two days. Um, I also do signed copies from my website, um, www.authorvalerytompkins.com, where I'd sign it and ship it to you directly, paperback or hardcover.
0: Outstanding. Valerie, thank you so much for joining me for my podcast. I appreciate it. Um, hopefully it'll result in a few more sales for you. And if nothing else, you'll get a few more um, impressions on your, um, impressions, rather, on your uh, Instagram and Facebook accounts as well. Okay.
1: <laughs> yes, thank you so much. I'm excited that you reached out.
0: Continue success. Thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed my conversation with Valerie Terrell Tompkins as much as I did talking to her. Um, The book that she published recently is titled Girls Like Me. And once again, it highlights the STEM careers that are available to minority females, not just minority females, of course, but that was the focus of her book. Um, Underrepresentation is a real thing in these fields. So it's great that uh, kids can see themselves on these pages in these careers, doing these jobs um, within the podcast. Valerie laid out some of her contact information and I'll, once again, I'll highlight those in the podcast description as well. So if you guys want to reach out to her, she's seen more than willing to um, help other budding authors and authoresses, um, you know, publish their own material as well. With that being said, guys, stay tuned for another episode real soon um, of The Point of It All. And uh, until then, I will talk to you guys soon. Please take care of each other and yourselves and give someone a hug and tell them that you love them. Peace.